Ali Mosley from Sky Racing. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Yeah, really well, thanks. And you tipped us Pavitra. I think Dave Stanley was uh, heavily in on Pavitra on Friday as well there at Kembla. Uh, so I guess we can expect a path towards the vinery with her now. Yeah, I would imagine so. I was actually just looking for what she's nommed for. And um, she's got a lot of options, I think. She's such a versatile filly. She'll be, she'll obviously be better over ground. So I think what she did on the way up and why she probably wasn't too short in the market was just because people were maybe a little bit worried about her being able to be as dynamic over that trip. So I just think she'll get better and better as, as we saw her do last preparation. And I'm just stoked for the boys to have um, the boys. The boys, I can't really call Richard Raven a boy, but, you know, <laughs> the, team, the team to have um, such a good filly on their hands. So she was she was great for us, which is good because how many seconds could we possibly have had on Saturday? <laughs> mm. Well, she's known for the Rose Hill Guineas as well this yeah. week. Yeah. She's in a lot of markets, so yeah. I'd imagine she'll she'll miss the Rose Hill Guineas, but um, I know she's also nommed for even the Doncaster. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, that's a, obviously maybe short of her, her best, but we, it, she, I just think she's so versatile. Queen Elizabeth, um, the Australian Oaks, Queen of the Turf, so... I think they've got lots of options with her. What about Espiona, Ali? I mean, when she first you know, came onto the scene, we thought, oh, geez, this is going to be a superstar. And then she went off for a little bit, but then she's bounced back and bounced back with a group one. I don't think we can ever forget the master trainer, Chris Waller, and, and what he can do. And I think even in the post race, someone had said to him, oh, was the plan to send her to Melbourne for a tick over? And he almost was offended as if to say, you know, got all the plans set out and I knew exactly what I was doing. And um, I think she was the boom horse. She had such a big boom on her last prep or previous preparations that sometimes when they have that boom and they don't live up to it, it's easy to overlook them later on. So... She always had the ability. It just never probably went right for her. So a really well-deserved win. But I was obviously cheering her and she's a belter who I thought ran an enormous race and covered probably a lot more ground than the others needed to. So hopefully some people back to her each way. Slipper week and uh, the two-year-olds on Saturday. So we saw Shinzo winning the Pango Pango and Coolmore are going to fly out. Ryan Moore for the ride this week and Steel City won the Magic Night uh, so the market has Cylinder, the $4 favourite, heading into the barrier draw tomorrow. Learning to fly at five. Kings Gambit, Steel City, both at seven. Reb Resistance, nine, uh, $9. Shinzo, 11 15 and longer the rest. But what do you make of those uh, performances by Steel City and Shinzo on Saturday? And could they win it? Well, Steel City off that win could absolutely absolutely win it. That was enormous. I mean, you only had to see how dominant of a win it was to... To not be able to miss her there, I actually would follow August Bloom out of that race. I know that she's not on a slipper path, but um, I'm inclined to think I'm going to stick with Cylinder at the moment, and obviously the barrier draw will, will be a big part of that, but I just think he's the progressive horse in the slipper field. I know we still have these other horses sort of putting their hand up late, and I know Kieran was disappointed. I, I think he also said after the race it was really disappointing what happened in the Blue Diamond, so this was no consolation, but he's obviously had a huge opinion of her, and Last year we saw Kieran as such a dominant, or Kieran and Dave as such dominant two-year-old trainers with um, Cool and Gadda early on, and they haven't really had a flagship two-year-old, so they're kind of coming to the party late at the moment. So I'm still sticking with Cylinder at this point as we head towards the big one. But out of that race, I'm going to follow August Bloom, who went an absolute slasher. 
Um, she came third and was well off the pace, which wasn't probably ideal. She ran the best last 600 and 200 of her race, and she's a filly that just keeps on proving. And I'd imagine she'd be hard to beat in a race like the Percy Sykes should she head that way. So I don't know if she's in the market for that, but if anyone would like to have a little look at the future, that's maybe for the Percy Sykes for August Bloom. Just before we get your horses to follow, I've just seen Ben Millam has just put an update on Jamie Carr after her fall on Saturday. We know Craig Williams uh, suffered a, a fractured collarbone as well, but uh, Millam has tweeted a second precautionary scan on Jamie, reiterated the results of the initial scan, in- indicating that there is no swelling, bleeding or fractures. She remains heavily sedated to allow her brain to rest. Doctors will reduce sedation as they see fit. She's in a stable condition. Her family appreciates the love and support during this stressful time. However, their primary focus is on nursing Jamie back to good health. So some progress there, Ali. And, uh, well, with her fall, it gave Dean Holland an opportunity and he won the Group 1 Newmarket on In Secret. Yeah, that was. I think we forget after last weekend, we don't forget, but it's easy to forget that the likes of Jamie Carr, who's absolutely flying at the moment, could still go to the races thinking it's going to be a normal day and that she's on the favourite for the new market and then end up, you know, having been in, in hospital under sedation for the last three days. So it's it's so terrifying to, to think that still. And, 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 you know, even just the fact that she is, I know, it's, I know everything is clear, but... You know, I can't imagine what it would be like for a family having to, to sit there while she is sedated and just not not fully knowing. I think brain injuries are so terrifying and everyone would feel that across racing and any codes, really. Um, so I just send send all my best wishes to her and, and her family and Ben Mellon as well. But it is, it's terrifying, isn't it? And I think um, he summed it up so well after he won. He said, I'm not going to come out here and Yahoo on about how great of a win it was because you know, it's it's not my, my style and also it's not it just has happened the way it's happened. So I'm not gonna go on about it. But I thought it was, you know, those opportunities that pop up for those guys who are there, they're they're keeping their weight down, they're just chipping away and it just shows you that you never know what's gonna happen when you turn up to the races on a Saturday. What are we following out of the weekend? Okay, we're gonna follow August Bloom towards hopefully the Percy Sykes. So if anyone wants to put her in the back book. Um, then I'm going to follow Normandy Bridge, who I thought was a bit of a hidden run. He began awkwardly from his wide gate and settled well off the pace, but he ran a really strong best last 200. And importantly, he's got a rating as a 92 galloper, so the set weight and penalty conditions of the sky high meant he was well and truly out of the handicap. So when he strikes more favourable conditions, he looks a big improver and maybe we'll get a bit of a price about him, which is sort of, you know what I'm like. I like getting a price about them. Um, and then Brosnan, who I've been following for a little while now because when I went to track work, I think last year or some sometime, till rolling into one now, um, Gerald said he's the horse that he'd like to follow um, out of all of them. So I think all he needed was a dry track. We were played by wet tracks last prep and I think he's just starting to put it together now with some really consistent performances who was gallant in defeat in the file-up stakes and he covered more ground than any other in the race yet still won the second best last 600 and 200 of the entire event and I love Glinton Silver. I was so pleased that he ran such a big race. Yeah, he did, <laughs> uh, yeah. David, great show at odds. Uh, Ali, mm. looking forward to your slipper mail on Friday. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys.